on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Now we're all losing count is it day six or day seven of RT being on the front of every single newspaper but it is the same case again this morning and more puns on D Forbes name. So the Irish Daily Mirror goes with thrown under D bus. The Irish Daily Star pull the other one. Then the Irish Sun goes with the only one who knew. The Irish Independent doesn't go for a pun on the front page. It says RTE chiefs caved in repeatedly to Tuberty demands. RTE bosses have failed to take the heat out of the scandal with the statement mostly pointing the blame at former Director General D. Forbes and apparently the statement has been met with astonishment in political circles and all questions now as to how much uh, RT is going to be able to say at the Oireachtas Committee later, given that the statement is putting a lot of the blame on the former Director General, uh, they're going to be able to say G-, G. Forbes was the only one who knew that, or I don't know what they're going to say, but I know politicians are worried that they might be a little bit uh, struggling to get answers from RT today. The Irish Daily Mail pointing the finger at Forbes won't wash any effort by Ortiz top brass to avoid questions by politicians in the absence of D Forbes will not wash. The broadcaster has been warned. Half one today, uh, get the popcorn out. The Irish Times, Ortiz fails to quell public disquiet over Tuberty pay controversy. Ortiz attempt to quell the anger over the pay met immediate trouble before today's Oireachtas meeting as politicians questioned Ortiz's latest explanation for the debacle and then the Irish Examiner uh, furious Ortiz staff demand reforms the photograph is of Ortiz education correspondent Emma O'Kelly who's also chair of the NUJ Dublin branch speaking to Ortiz staff standing on a chair outside the broadcaster's headquarters in Donnybrook in Dublin yesterday and uh, the Irish Examiner says that staff were furious and it just struck me last night watching the news uh, on both RT and Virgin and listening to Barry White on the hard shoulder here on News Talk that the, the RT staff, they're obviously very angry and very, very upset but hearing and seeing some of the correspondents who are household names, they were quite embarrassed too because they never expect to be in a position where they're on the news where the, you know, legal affairs correspondent Orla O'Donnell is being interviewed about her own organisation. Uh, and I thought it was very moving as well. Sinead Hussey, the Midlands correspondent, who's a fabulous journalist and a, a lovely person, uh, was crying on Virgin Media News last night. She was interviewed by Zara King and she was in tears talking about this and the embarrassment and talking about the truth mattering and having trust in the state broadcaster. So one thing they're all very, very worried about is that trust has been undermined and how do you rebuild that? Anyway, that's the RT coverage in the papers. There's pages upon pages of coverage about the RT statement and what we can expect today. On to other news, a lot of the papers covering what happened in Donegal at the weekend. Of course, we don't really know what happened. Some of the papers saying that the investigation is probably going to be a murder inquiry. Um, But The Sun writes today that a major investigation is underway in Donegal following reports that a man was thrown off a cliff. So the investigation was launched on Sunday night. We have a fresh appeal from Gardaí this morning. Gardaí received a tip-off apparently that a man had been battered 
before being thrown on the rocks at Schlieve League. Um, <clears throat> don't know if you've ever been to the area. I was there last November. It's, it's a stunning area. It's Europe's highest cliffs. I know people in Donegal very, very proud of it as well. And uh, I'm sure they'll be very upset by what has apparently gone on here, what's reported to have happened. One theory, according to The Sun, being investigated is that the victim uh, was attacked at a property after an argument. Another theory is that he may have been beaten with a rock. Either way, we have a number of areas sealed off in the uh, Schlieve League, Killybegs area. There's a major investigation and the question now is, will there be a possibility of that investigation being upgraded or will there be further charges? But two people were released last night without charge. <coughs> now... Onto the Telegraph this morning. If you've a child who loves reading, that's very, very good news because it expands their brain. But if your children aren't mad into reading, uh, the advice is that they should be reading for 12 hours a week because children who read for 12 hours a week boost their performance in school. Reading for pleasure has been found to increase the size of children's brains, improve cognitive ability, support good mental health and lead to better grades. This is major research coming from the US of more than 10,000 children and they found that those who started reading for fun at a young age had superior brain structure and function in their teenage years and they should be reading for 12 hours a week. I've said before, uh, some people including those like Oprah Winfrey who's a big supporter of reading have said that the single greatest indicator of future success is when someone reads as a child. So they're thinking about all the successful people they know in their lives and one of the things that kind of uh, is common between them all is that they were voracious readers when they were children. So try and get them to read if you can. Now, if you're looking up at the sky, if we could see the sunset without all of this cloud, uh, you're going to notice orange skies for the next few days. The star tells us uh, that this is because smoke coming from the wildfires in Canada has now reached Ireland, causing hazy skies and red-orange sunsets. And this is according to a big monitoring service which looks at the blazes that have swept across Canada since May. And they now, uh, you may remember that New York uh, turned orange there for a while earlier this month. But now that smoke has reached Ireland, so the sky is going to be orange. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Certainly quite scary and quite worrying. Now, in the Irish Daily Mirror today, there was all of these rumours going on social media that you were... If you lived in Singapore, you were going to be given 80 grand to move to Ireland. But the Irish Embassy in Singapore says that's absolutely rubbish. Stories had appeared on news outlets around the world that people in Singapore would be given €80,000 to move to Ireland. But now the Irish Embassy in Singapore says that's not true. Um, And a post shared on Instagram yesterday says the embassy is aware of media reports that you can be paid to emigrate to Ireland and earn €80,000 to live on a remote island. These articles are incorrect. So don't be telling anyone you know in Singapore about that. There are obviously grants if you refurbish properties uh, on remote islands in Ireland, but it's not 80 grand to relocate from Singapore to there. So that's in the mirror. Then in the uh, also in the mirror, we're told a big TV game show is making a comeback. This is Wheel of Fortune. And we were trying to remember in the newsroom who used to present this. Nicky Campbell and John Leslie used to present Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Carol Smiley was one of the leggy girls who was on it. 
Graham Norton is now the new presenter. So Wheel of Fortune coming back after 23 years. Interesting to see if they have women in uh, short dresses this time round. They probably won't. But Graham Norton is going to front the series. It arrived in the UK in 1988. I forgot as well, actually, Bradley Walsh used to present it too. So it's a huge show. Graham Norton has got the gig. And uh, the last time he presented a, a game show was in 1996, a game show I certainly don't remember called Carnal Knowledge. And you can imagine what that might be about. But anyway, Graham Norton presenting Wheel of Fortune. Finally for you this morning, if you're waking up, I know it's early in the morning, you need your coffee. Well, the mail tells us that for many people, an early morning coffee is an essential tool to help them face the day but you actually don't need it because the vital pick-me-up is just a placebo. Scientists looked at people who drank a minimum of one cup of coffee a day. Uh, They did MRI scans, one before and one after drinking coffee, and they found that really it was a placebo effect. Um, Some people, what they're saying is that uh, the possibility that the experience of drinking coffee without caffeine could also cause these positive benefits, but their study couldn't confirm this. So essentially what they're saying, it might be a placebo effect. Maybe other people just like the taste of coffee and they're not doing it for a pick-me-up, but you can read more about that in the mail. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.